2013, I was pregnant with my little one. And in the middle of this pregnancy, I had this weird swelling flare up and being pregnant, you can't take any anti-inflammatories. You can't really go see a rheumatologist because they're not going to be able to do anything. So I kind of luckily was in no pain, rode it out through the pregnancy. This is like Mother's Day of 2013, and I wasn't going to give birth till November. So once I recovered from the surgery, I was like, okay, time to take care of the health problem. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. It is time to give yourself permission to be vulnerable by sharing your story to empower, inspire, and support other women going through a life transformation. Vulnerability is brave. Your story matters. What's your story? This podcast is devoted bringing you motivation and inspiration from our community of like-minded people. Hello and welcome to the Story Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Christine Manukian. I'm a functional medicine practitioner, business coach, author, speaker, lifestyle entrepreneur, and a mom of two. In 2020, right before my 40th birthday, my life took a complete 180 when I realized I needed to leave my job as a clinical pharmacist and start my own business journey. I was tired of choosing between family and career. After experiencing my own health transformation, losing over 100 pounds and becoming a natural bodybuilding athlete with a six pack and a marathon runner, I found my true calling, empowering others to reach their health goals without pharmaceuticals. Each week, I'll be bringing you incredible guests to help you feel empowered to live your best life. I believe everyone deserves a second chance to rewrite their story and become the best version of themselves. Together, let's end the stigma of being afraid to share our story. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to the Story Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me another week and listening to all these incredible women I get to have conversations with. I am beyond grateful for all of my guests sharing their stories to empower, inspire, and support other women going through life transformation. I couldn't be more excited to introduce you to my dear friend for over like almost 20 years. Almost. <laughs> and, That's crazy. And a colleague, Dr. Lizette Alba. She's a pharmacist. She's a functional medicine practitioner, yoga instructor, wife, and mama of two beautiful girls. And I believe we were pregnant about the same time. So our girls are, I mean, our kiddos are about the same age. And prior to starting her own practice, she spent 13 years of working as a community and clinical pharmacist with various leadership roles. After coping with her own health challenges with autoimmune disease, she found her calling to empower other women to change their mindsets and regain control of their life and health by using a holistic approach. Dr. Alba is on a mission to teach stressed out moms how to regain control of their lives by helping them change their mindset manage stress and achieve health goals with a holistic approach so they can create the ideal life. Oh my gosh, I'm just beyond excited to have you on the Story Podcast. First of all, thank you for going first and becoming the best student a teacher oh my would God. ever ask. <laughs> 
our history goes back a little bit while back, you know, ever since my pharmacist school, but having you in the academy, having you go through this like massive action to see your transformation, I'm like an honor to have you as my one of my academy students and getting into this incredible new space of functional medicine. So thank you for trusting me and coming along with this journey. And I've it's just been so much fun. <laughs> It has been a lot of fun. I couldn't think of a better person to like, you know, share this journey with. And, you know, I'm lucky to have you in my life. And, you know, like I said before on conversations, like I don't believe like things just happen, you know, out of nothing, like things happen for a reason. You know, we were in pharmacy school at the same time. We've been in touch as friends forever. And, and, you know, we have a connection. This is where it brought us today and who knows where it's going to take us, but I'm very grateful to have you and that, you know, you've always reached out to me and kept in touch with me. And you're like one of the, I'm pretty sure I was one of the first people you called when you launched your practice last year. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, okay, you need to tell me more. And, you know, I came on board when I was ready to rock and roll and here we are and it's yes. happening. <laughs> yes. I know. I can't believe it's been a year. And this is the beauty of when you get into massive action, the right people show up in your life. And yes, you were actually one of the first folks I thought about because I saw you switching your life from like a traditional medicine. I saw you getting into holistic health with oils. And I'm like, she's my girl. She's understanding what I'm getting myself into. It's like, I didn't have to convince you that this is an like important part of my journey and that that's exactly what we do this is not for everyone <laughs> but if right. it is for you but if it is for you like you're in the right place so Lizette I've been like literally you know known it for a lot a long time but I would love for you to share with us like any fun facts you would love to share with the audience because I'm sure there's always something that I don't know about you <laughs> so I don't know if you know that I play the piano no I did not know um, that I started playing the piano when I was seven and I had a piano teacher until I was 23, like through pharmacy school, I would go and play with my piano teacher. The only reason I quit was because unfortunately he got sick and then he passed away. He was like in his late eighties, still teaching. And I occasionally, I had like one piano student that I taught like here and there. And then my girls want to learn. So I might start embarking on that journey this summer and teaching them piano. I like to dance. I took salsa lessons for like four years. Yeah. So I used to go clubbing every weekend, no matter what, <laughs> even through pharmacy school. And we had a little clique that used to go and we used to go dancing and stuff like that. So those are some fun facts. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Getting the girls into piano, that's going to be really fun. Yeah. So that'll keep them busy <laughs> over the summertime as we're trying the, to get the, the, the tricky part is, it, you know, making the time for it with everything else that we have going on. <laughs> yes. But the key word is making time because a right. lot of people will say, I don't have time versus thinking like, how can I make time? So exactly. we all have the same 24 hours in a day. We all have the same, you know, issues going on good, bad and ugly and excellent days, but we make priorities and we make time. So the fact that you've already planning that for the summertime, that's incredible. So Lizette, I know like there's just a lot going on in your life. Like we're always talking about. So like, What's like one thing that kind of helps you to stay in line with like your life? Cause you have, you're working full time. You have the kiddos, you're launching your practice. Like you have done so much. <laughs> you're getting your yoga certification. Like you're busy. Like if you want a definition of a busy, like you're a busy mama and you are just rocking and rolling. So how do you like, what keeps you in line of like 
do you have an organizational method you can share? What do you do? Well, so <laughs> you would think I'm very organized and in hindsight, I can be very organized, but I figure if I plan too much, I spend too much time planning and then I don't get anything done. So I kind of just try to have a general idea of what I, I'm supposed to be doing and try to knock that out in a time frame. So like I watched like a, a like a, I think, I don't know if it was a YouTube video. I think it was a YouTube video. Somebody who does block scheduling. So like they'll make a block schedule based on like their days and then they'll put like, okay, in the morning, I'm supposed to be doing these things this time to this time it's errand time. So I plan my appointments, this, that, whatever. Sometimes things get moved around but I have an idea of like a time block. So it's like time block scheduling pretty much. And then it's very complicated because when you have a full-time job, then you have like a rotating time block schedule. But I took like four hours one day and I literally created this time block and I kind of sort of go with that. It doesn't always work out, but at least I have it on my Google calendar. It's on my phone and on my days off, I try to stick to that. And in there I put, okay, I'm going to exercise. I'm going to hang out with the girls. I'm going to have lunch, clean up, whatever it is. And, you know, I have general tasks in there. Not everything on that list is done every day, but it gives me a time frame of what I should be or shouldn't be doing it. So like today I had an idea, okay, I'm going to do this, this, but then we moved our time. Okay. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to move this to later. And that's pretty much how I try. And then I do a lot of studying in the car and listening to audio in the car. I don't listen to music except when my girls are in the car and they want to listen to music. There was a time I had them listening to podcasts with me. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have yeah. to maximize your time as much as you can. And I'm trying not to sacrifice sleep. So I have bedtime in there. Like, okay, time to do your bedtime routine and try to like turn off the screen because, you know, mm -hmm. screens are horrible for sleep and sleep hygiene. And I try to like, every time I see somebody starting a sleeping pill, I'm like, have you done these other things first? Like, did you try to change your sleeping habits? Did you turn off the TV before going to bed? And a lot of people were like, no, I'm like, well, that's, those are the things you should have started before going to the doctor and asking for sleeping pills. Yes. Yes. I hope everyone's listening to what she's saying. Like, don't get ready to get ready to get ready to get ready okay we spend so much time in that act and we forget to actually get into action so i hope everyone is writing this down she just has an idea what she's going to be doing which means she plans in advance she doesn't just roll out of bed but like hmm what should i do today it's my day off well no plan that you already no. know your days off like just every day is it. almost it almost looks the same my alarm goes off between 5 and 5 15 ish whether I get out of bed and I actually do what I'm intending to do, or I stay in my bed scrolling on my phone, the alarm goes off at the same time, even on the weekends. And then on the good days, when I behave, I get up, I do my yoga, I meditate, I plan my day a little bit better. Then by six, there's another alarm going off, wake up the girls, and then that's another battle. And then breakfast, this, that, get ready, you know, so like the days, what varies is the day of the week, but everything I try like that has to, you have to start off pretty much the same every day, or at least have a big idea of what it is that you're going to do. So that's my trick for that. Well, having that kind of like a me time before the life starts, it's so important. Yes. And I've oh been trying to God. do that too. <laughs> life changing that waking up at 5am. And I don't know if you've ever heard of this thing called miracle morning or the morning miracle or something like that. No, tell us and about you, it. Okay. So you do five things. Is it five things? 
five things in the morning and they're like 10 minute blocks. So you mm -hmm. meditate, you read, you like write, like whether it's writing out a plan or writing a gratitude list, meditate, exercising. Mm -hmm. So even if it's stretching for 10 minutes and there's one more, I can't remember what it is, but I'll, if you want, I'll send it to you and you can add it in the notes later. You definitely will. Yeah. This is yeah. like little, like a biohacks, like, you know, how to get your morning started with right, like, exactly. small amounts of time that you don't have to be like, Oh, I don't have like, you have 10 minutes. <laughs> you have 10 minutes. You have 10 minutes. Don't make it complicated. And I feel like that's a lot of, especially moms who are busy and they're multitasking, they're doing a lot of things. They always forget about you know, let's just make time for ourselves too. If it's 10 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever it is. And I know just coming back from Florida from our retreat and I start blocking off my me time too. The days that, you know, the kids are in school like four hours. I said, no more working. Those four hours are my time. I can do whatever I want to do. I've been committed to like moving my body 30 minutes a day, being very consistent with that. Just going on a mini jog run, like two miles a day. Again, just committing to something and starting somewhere. And I feel like right. that's the theme that has made you successful compared to other folks who are just talking and talking and not doing. So you are an excellent example of someone who's not only talking and, but also doing it and executing it and making it better and being okay with making changes and failing forward. And this is what makes someone like shine like yourself versus someone who's just like, Oh, I wish I started this. Well, just do it. Just don't wish. You know what I mean? Right. Stop. Like I love to say like, stop shooting all over yourself. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Like stop shooting all over yourself and just get into massive action. So, and I've seen your growth, my love. I have seen your transformation and I would love for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better. And when it comes to your personal journey and, you know, just kind of walk us through your story. How did you go from like, let's say traditional medicine to holistic health? And we talked about your health challenges too. If you can kind of walk us through that journey, because we all have a story that brings us to where we are right now. Right. So 2013. 2013 I was pregnant with my little one and in the middle of this pregnancy I had this weird swelling flare-up and being pregnant you can't take any anti-inflammatories you can't really go see a rheumatologist because they're not gonna be able to do anything so I kind of luckily was in no pain wrote it out through the pregnancy this is like mother's day of 2013 and I wasn't gonna give birth till November so once I recovered from the surgery, I was like, okay, time to take care of the health problem. And it was a joint in my second toe on my right foot. So I go to the doctor in January. Oh, x-ray is fine. Let's get an MRI. MRI, does this patient have arthritis? And I'm like, well, I haven't been diagnosed. So, okay, well, let's refer you to a different doctor and see what they think and then you'll probably have to go to rheumatology sure enough go back go to a new specialist they do new x-rays and by now my perfect normal x-rays were not so perfect anymore and i guess from the inflammation there was bone damage so they refer me to rheumatology to do blood work and get on a formal diagnosis before doing a surgical intervention and come around blood work doesn't really prove anything there's no like RA factor, no lupus, none of the like regular things that they would normally think it is were coming back positive. So go back to the surgeon because now the rheumatologist wants to order biopsies. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. in the area where there's bone damage to see if there's infection or anything else. And I'm like thinking it's not an infection because I haven't had a fever since any of this started. And he was like, well, we're going to check anyway. So go back to the surgeon. New x-rays are worse. So we're talking about on a time span of like five months, a normal x-ray went to like a hole, like, like you can see very clearly. And, and I noticed the hole was worse because you can see it on the screen before the doctor walks in and I'm here, he's going to tell me I have cancer before he walks in and he walks in and he goes, listen, I have to tell you that this could be cancer. And I don't know how I held my tears until I walked to my car, but, um, he's like, we're going to schedule the surgery to really go in there and see what's going on. But before this, you need to go see an oncologist and get another mm -hmm. opinion. So this was like on a Tuesday surgery scheduled for Monday. And I called the specialist on Wednesday and he's like, Oh, we'll see you like in three weeks. I'm like, no, no, no. My doctor said I had to see him before Monday. He's like, well, I have an opening tomorrow, but it's in Deerfield beach, which is two hours from where I live. I'm like, that's perfectly fine. I had the day off. My husband had the day off. It's like, it was meant to be that we were going to go to over there. So we go. And during this transition, I was already back at work. You know, the baby was like four months old. And I guess from not having the hormones from the pregnancy and going back to work, my stress level spiked. And I literally had pain and stiffness in every single joint of my body. Like I could not get out of bed without going through a mental process for like 15 minutes of stretching and, you know, trying to warm up to just sit up on my bed and walk to the bathroom. And in my head, I'm thinking, damn like it must really suck to live with this like your whole life so I put my faith in you know God and I was like you know like whatever this is it's gonna go away like I know it's gonna heal and you know I'll be fine so I was literally taking ibuprofen and flexoril like around the clock to go to work because bills had to get paid that's it maternity leave is over and when I have to go to surgery. I can't take my ibuprofen because it's a blood thinner. The pain started coming back mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, here, have trauma at all. I'm like trauma at all. That was like eating M&Ms and didn't do anything. Luckily, the oncologist saw me and he was like, oh, it's not cancer. Thank God. But you definitely have a lot of bone damage from like excess synovitis, yada, yada. If your surgeon doesn't want to do the surgery because he's not comfortable, I'll do your surgery. So he talked to the doctor. He ended up doing my surgery. Awesome doctor at UM hospital. And he filled it up. I had to go back out of work due to being a retail pharmacist at the time for four more weeks. So I had already taken four months off for maternity leave, went back to work for like two months and then took another month off. And this time I couldn't walk. Mm. I was in a cast for a month. I had to use crutches, stay off of the foot. I was breastfeeding. I had just started seeing the rheumatologist. The rheumatologist wanted to put me on infusions, like from the get-go. And I had to stop breastfeeding in order to start the treatment. So that was heartbreaking for me because I breastfed my first daughter till she was a year old. So I didn't want to stop, but I was like, well, this is going to improve my health and kind of like, you know, prevent any other joints from getting damaged and whatever. That's what we got to do. 
the medication didn't get approved by the insurance. So we ended up starting Enbro like a month after surgery or something like that. And then by this time, my symptoms started to get better. I did some other spiritual healing stuff that I believe in. And that helped a lot. And I was not very consistent with my shots on Embra, but the pain went away. Everything started to go back to normal. I haven't really had any other health issues, but I did not have the flexibility that I had before. The toe joint was very stiff. I was, I had gained like 40 something pounds in my pregnancy. I was start, I wanted to get back to exercising, but you know, I really couldn't. So I started walking and then I started getting into yoga at that time, watching YouTube videos. And that's kind of where the yoga path started. Mm -hmm. And thanks to that, like, I know that I gained a lot of flexibility. I, you know, I have a lot of like a different aspect on life. I started meditating. I started doing a lot of things that, that, you know, help the body heal on its own. So I started doing it for myself and then I took classes here and there and I would talk to everybody about yoga and some of my friends even went to yoga classes with me. And then in 2019, mm-hmm. 2019, I started getting into essential oils yeah. and herbal things and remedies and things like that. And it's just going back to things that I know from my childhood, my, my parents and my grandparents they believe in herbal medicine and growing up, like we would have teas when we had a stomach ache, we would have, you know, more natural stuff. Like they wouldn't rush to take me to the doctor if I was sick or having a digestive problem, or if I had a cold, I would go to the doctor for my annual checkups, my labs, my vaccine. That was it. I never went to the doctor when I was sick. My doctors were at my house, my grandma, my dad, and my aunts. So I I've kind of gone back to that path of, of, herbals and natural medicines and trying to connect with the universe because the universe will give you the answers that you need. So that's where I'm at now. And then last year I did a mind tech coaching before the pandemic, like, well, literally started right before the pandemic and it transitioned into the pandemic. And that kind of got me on the path of, okay, like I know what I need to do to get to where I want to be type of thing. And like, because I had been trying for years to figure out which direction I was going. I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know how to get there type of thing. So doing that coaching program was one of the best investments I did on myself for personal development to help me be a better mom, better wife, better professional, and to have a better outlook on life and not be feeling miserable, depressed. All those things that happen to us moms because we want to do so much and then we do everything half-assed and we're like... Yeah what are we doing? Like, are we good? Are we not good? And you know, we, I'm sure most of us, if not all of us have gone through that at some point in our motherhood journey. So that really changed me a lot. And then when you started, and at that time I started, I decided I was going to do the yoga program. So I found an online school and I signed up. I didn't even think about it. I used my bonus money for that or a tax free. I don't even know. I think so bonus money. And I signed up and that's what I've been working on for like the past year. I'm a little bit late behind schedule, but whatever, it's going to get done this year. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I wanted to not only do for me so that I could have a better yoga practice for myself, but to share with the world and reach as many people as I can. And, you know, because there's not, not a lot of people that know what yoga can do for them. And it's such an amazing exercise for your mental health, for your physical health. And it really does help you heal from the inside out. And just like herbs, 
and essential oils, like aromatherapy. When I got into that, I was like, oh my God, this thing really works. Like it changes your mood. Like you can be feeling like stressed out or whatever. You smell something relaxing like lavender or whatever, and it'll bring all your anxiety and it'll go away. It'll help you go to sleep. So it's like, why do we need all these drugs? Like a lot of these drugs are killing people. (laughs) Yes, it is. And I hope everyone's listening to your story, not only your, you know, your journey, which, you know, I I didn't know some of the parts actually part of your story. So thanks for um, being vulnerable and sharing those parts. And just also like understanding that you got to invest in your mindsets. And we both started our life transformation kind of like mindsets and investing about the same time because I had my first business coach January of 2020. And you were like literally around that time right. investing in yourself to learn about like, what else can we do? How can we go from like good to better to the best, right? Always understanding like instead of saying like, I can't afford this, you, you just said you figure out a way to repurpose the money that's coming to your with because the universe is going to give you the answers. So exactly. investing back into your own mindset in your own life, in your own journey, that's what the magic happens. Okay. And there will be a lot of people who will get, let's say the tax refund or they'll get the bonuses and they just go spend it. I'm like, no, invest back in yourself, in your business. You don't have a business, start a business. It doesn't matter what it is, invest back because the long-term results of that investment is so much more valuable than, let me go take a look at that vacation. Yeah, even if it's something simple, like investing in, in learning something new, a new trade or a hobby or something for yourself. Like as, as moms, we're always giving, we're always doing stuff for our kids. We're doing stuff for our husband, doing stuff for our house. And then we forget about ourselves. And if we don't take care of ourselves first, there's not going to be a mom to take care of everybody else. So that's something that I try to, you know, remember, remind myself every day that I need to be grateful for my health and take care of it because that is like, number one, if I don't have my health, Mm-hmm. I can't do anything. If I, if I fall sick on a bed, which I was there, I was sick on a bed and I still had to figure out a way to get to work. I was like, who's going to do it? Who's going to take care of everybody else? Like there yeah. isn't anybody else. Like you have to do it. So that's where I was. And I was like, I need to find a way to come home. I need to find a way to, to generate more income, to get out of the financial hole that we're in due to student loans and all, you know, bad financial decisions you make when you get out of college and you don't really know anything about money. So, you know, right now, you know, it's like, okay, it's, it's crunch time, you know, or getting to our forties, the kids are getting big. You need to figure it out. Cause you know, time is going to keep going yep. <laughs> and you're just going to get older. And then you're going to be like, oh damn, I should have done this like five years ago. Should have done it 10 years ago. There's, you can't go, you can't go backwards. You, you just, you got to do it now so that when the time gets here, you're ready. Exactly. Whenever it gets here. And you you also have to be open to receiving those. When the universe is giving you the answers, you have to be open to receive it because a lot of times we're just blind. The answers will be right in front of you, but you're just not open to like accepting that. And you just like pass by it and just move on. You're like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I was praying for some solution like this and it was delivered to you and you just ignore it. right? Right. And I know a lot of people like can relate to that because you just, you just do because you just get so busy with your daily life and you just 
don't focus on what do I need? Like how, what's going to make me happier and healthier and being a better mom, being a better wife and better friends and better employee, just a better human being. Right. And giving back. And it all starts with investing in your own health first. So Lizette, I know you had a lot of like, you know, you know, yoga, like certifications going on, you know, what was been like one of the biggest challenges you like faced, not a challenge, but more of like, like, oh, I wish I knew this sooner, or I wish somebody told me this. Was there like a moment in your transition time? Like, I wish somebody told me this. I would not, I would have spent so much time figuring it out. (laughs) Well, so like for years, I'm not going to lie. I've been considering this whole health coaching thing, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really know what we could do as pharmacists in that space. So when you came to me last year, and told me about functional medicine. I'm like, where has this been hiding? Like, we could do this as a pharmacist, you know, like, and, you know, the ordering the labs and all this other stuff that we can do and we can diversify it. And no, no one person is going to have the same service as the next person. So we can really be very unique in the space and offer something that's, that's unique to you and nobody else is going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't seen anybody offer yoga services whether it's virtual or live. So that's something really cool. And I was like, damn, like that's definitely something I can incorporate mm-hmm. to this. And then the essential oils I was already using and, you know, learning about, I'm like, I can add that, add this in too. And it'll all be under that big one umbrella of functional medicine. And I'm like, and obviously we have the knowledge and the mm-hmm. tools from everything we learned in pharmacy school to be able to, to reach patients and, or reach clients and, you know, help them improve their health the best natural way so that they can, live a longer and healthier life at the end of the day that's all we we want to live as long as possible but if you don't start early or you know start doing the things to help you as early as possible then you know you're just going to be taking medications with in the long run are probably more detrimental yeah they might be keeping you alive but they can be giving you a bunch of other things like you know liver damage or kidney disease and you know affecting your joints giving you osteoporosis so mm-hmm. so it's like who wants to be in that space in 20, 30, 40 years? Nobody. Like, nope. the world is very different now. And people used to live a lot longer and not have any ailments. And they had a much simpler life. So, like, that, that's the thing. We need to go back to basics. Simplify things. You know, not make it so complicated. Just, you know, basics. Exercise, eating well, you know, taking care of yourself. And everything else, you know, will take care of itself if you're doing your job to take care of you. Yeah, absolutely. Like the whole point of simplifying makes so much sense because it's also sustainable. You can actually maintain that because I've seen a lot of people who want to do like five different, like implementing five different things. And I'm like, stop, like start somewhere and keep adding it if you want to, like, don't make it so complicated because right. yes, you might get excited and want to do like million things at the beginning, but I'm like, you can't maintain that for the rest of your life. Stop right. focusing on like, I want to fix everything now and start saying like, I'm going to be patient with this journey. It took me a while to get here, right? When it comes to your health and declining. So you're going to have to be patient and respecting the process and implementing small changes at a time. So whether it is like waking up 15 minutes before your, you know, life starts and just meditating or whether it is having a night routine, 
you know, don't try to do like five different things at the same time because you're going to get burnt out. And that's exactly what we're trying to actually avoid. So right. I wanted to actually spend some time and thanks for sharing your story when it comes to like getting into action and also being open about like, you didn't know this is a thing. I didn't know either. Right. Yeah. I had no clue either. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've been in this health and wellness space as a health coach doing this like on the side. I never really thought pharmacists can own this as a profession. Right. And it was told I found a nurse practitioner who became my mentor. And I was like, oh my gosh, if they can do it, why can't I? And us becoming the pioneers in this industry of like pharmacists can do this. We're more qualified than anybody else to do this. And we should be doing that because the time is now, like you said, the world is changing they need more people like us to step out and like become the voice of holistic health and functional medicine. So I wanted to actually ask you, like, you know, we started working officially together in February of this year. Right. So in three and a half months, so let's say four months, you went from like having this idea of like, I got to do this. You decided, which you said a couple of times, you made a decision to do this. Right. And now, you know, launching your practice on June 7th, like, is that something that's typical? Like, would you say, you know, somebody like, if you're listening to it, be like, oh my gosh, you did that. So what, what would you tell to someone if they're like, oh, how did you do that in like four months? How did you launch your practice in four months? Like, what would you say to someone like that? <laughs> so I got, a, I had a guide, which was you, you know, and I let myself be guided. So I was open-minded to learning something that I didn't know about. And I didn't think about it too much. Like you gave me the tools and I followed directions and I just did it. I didn't think about it. I didn't ponder. I didn't, oh, what if it's about, you know, what, what if, or no, what ifs? I just, I knew this is where I wanted to go. And if I didn't just follow the steps to get it done, it was just going to sit there on my lap. And you said, oh, go create, go, go sign up and make your, your corporation. I went on the website and I created it $125. Okay. That's done. Like a checklist. Oh, yeah. uh, come up with a business name. Well, that was the first step. I already had a business name in my head from a year before. Cause I had opened up like an Instagram page and I'm like, Oh, you know what? There's already a name made up. If it works great. If not, I'll change it later. Like I'm not even going to worry about it. Whatever. Get sign up for insurance or add this insurance. If you already have insurance, I haven't done that yet, by the way, but it, you know, it's coming up. We're talking about the you know, liability insurance, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, you have to do your, your website. website. Yep. Would you create like, it yourself? Buy the, buy the domain. Buy the domain. Okay. Buy the domain. Or create your Instagram page or revamp your, the one you already have, you know? So like, those were things I was like, okay, let's get to work. And then, you know, you're like, oh, you can outsource it or you can do it yourself. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this website thing myself. I'm not going to invest $750 that I don't have when I'm pretty techie and I'm sure I can, you know, figure use the template, out. figure it out. So, and I did, and you know, the website's up and it looks pretty. It may not be like super whatever, but the best I could do with what I had, you no, know, it looks fine. It does exactly. the job. Later, exactly. when I have my one year, two year anniversary, you know, depending on how the business goes, I can pay somebody to redesign it if I want to. Absolutely. But. Absolutely. And, and this is the thing I want everyone to hear what you're seeing. Like you were given the tools and you got into action. You didn't question. You became, I'm telling you, you're one of my best students of getting into <laughs> massive action. You know what I mean? And I always tell people like, 
don't make it complicated. You know what right. I mean? Don't make it complicated. It is brand new skills we're learning. It's not something you had done before or learned before. No, I was learning a same. I was in your shoes last year too. I launched my practice in like four months and I said, Hey, if I've done it, it's doable because I got into massive action and I did it. It's, right. it's a very time consuming. We're not going to lie. Especially you created your website from scratch by yourself, which looks incredible. We're going to mm -hmm. put the link and everyone can go check it out, show you some love, which is like a, things that you were given opportunities to do. Like, and like you said, you had these ideas, you have been thinking about this, but you didn't get into action till somebody was like kind of holding you accountable, which was me right. just be like, let's get it done. Here it is. This is the step. And having someone that you can kind of also bounce ideas back and forth and knowing that you're not alone, being in a community of other pharmacists who are doing this together, you know, it, it adds so much value of knowing like, Hey, we're all in this together. We're all learning this together and it's so doable. So if someone tells you like, Oh my gosh, you can't launch a practice in four months. I'll be like, excuse me, go talk to me. I have friends. an example. Yes. <laughs> I mean, look at me and look at my, my first student, you know, getting into massive action in like four months and like really getting it done because the tools are there and she just like has a goal. And I know if, if this is something we can share or not, it's up to you, but you also had a recent like changing your life work schedule. If you want oh, to share yeah. with us, if you can. So, <laughs> so I was tell us why you made manager. that decision. Mm -hmm. I was a pharmacy manager at Walmart for three years and things kept happening at work that was moving things around where, you know, management positions were opening up and I was going to lose my partner who's amazing. And he does a lot of helping out with my job role and things like that. And he wanted to step up and be manager. And I'm like, okay. So first I cut my hours from 80 to 72 when I came back from having a flare up in the middle of the pandemic and high levels of stress and not being on my meds. So I dropped my hours. Then this happens and he wants to leave. And I'm like, well, I don't want him to leave. I want him to stay and help out in the store. So I ended up asking my boss to have it be demoted so that he can fill in and be the manager since he wants that role primarily because I want to focus on this and be able to spend more time with the kids and this and that. So at the beginning, he was like, okay, but it might, you might have to move stores. And I'm like, well, I don't really want to leave my store, but that was the policy at work. And I was like, well, you know what? We'll figure it out. I, I ended up making the decision to step down. So it's official and I'm no longer the manager, which means less stress on that end. I'm still functioning as a staff pharmacist part-time. So that is going to give me more time to work on the business and get that ball rolling and hopefully down the road i can cut back even more once it starts generating the income that it, i need it to generate i'll be able to spend more time with the kids but yeah that, that was a, a very scary and going back and forth internally with myself like do you do it do you not do it do you just want to like hack it and figure it out later but things were aligning themselves and i had and i was i was listening to the message but at the same time i was still resistant to the message of this is a time for you to take to take care of your business and do what you need to do and it, it like the messages were coming loud and clear and i was like i was like okay i get it so i just took the leap there's a lot of scheduling issues i had to transfer stores luckily it's a store 10 minutes up the street i know the pharmacy is there i know the tech's there we're gonna work try to work out a schedule where i can still work at my store 
part of the time so that I can see my patients and they don't miss me too much. So they don't transfer stores, but it was, it's still, it's still kind of mind boggling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so first of all, congratulations, my love. And this is, and thanks for opening it up and saying it was a scare and you were having this battle internally. Trust me. I know exactly what you mean. I went yeah. from being like a full-time employee in one place <laughs> for 11 years and really just like cutting everything out, putting aside and stepping into this like full-time, like even, you know, my own husband, he's like, you're crazy to leave your job. Why don't you stay part-time? I'm like, no, like I'm all in, I'm all in. I'm going to figure this out. I'm all in. If I had to wait till like, okay, let me match my income before I leave my job, or let me wait till this pandemic settles before I leave my job. If I was waiting for like the perfect time, it would have not yeah. have been a perfect time. I would have still been at the hospital doing this functional medicine stuff on the side, like, you know, as a side hustle versus this. It is wouldn't have legacy. grown into what it is. No, versus creating this as a legacy. And I hope everyone is listening to you and getting inspired by you because we all start somewhere. There's a lot of pharmacists who are looking for a job, would love to be in your shoes. And here you are as a pharmacy manager yourself, you voluntarily stepping down because you have created this incredible opportunity on the side. And that's where you're passion is aligned where your mission is aligned and you know this is where god like had created you and also put you through this you know i like to say your pain points to turn it into your mission so now right. you that's why you're such a an incredible source to it like you want to help all these other moms who are struggling who are stressed out you want them to become the best version of themselves with holistic health because that was your story and now I'm getting goosebumps just to even like saying that out loud, but like, I'm like so proud of yourself, like how far you've come and what you've been doing when it comes to like owning your story and not, you know, having people to feel kind of sorry for you because there's right. sometimes we feel like, oh my gosh, like I feel bad. I feel, you know, I just, you know, this is, this is meant to be whatever, like, no, let's turn that around and say like, God gave me this pain point so I can experience this. So I can actually bless other lives not to experience those and having, let's say your yoga certification become part of your practice, which is huge. And yes, everyone needs to like have yoga instructor in their life. And I'm so glad you're doing this virtually so we can become your students when you're officially done. And I cannot wait when I'm traveling again too, to have actual events in Florida with you actually teaching. That would be like an epic moment to celebrate. Yeah. We're going like, <laughs> to have so much fun to do that. But the fact that again, like you started somewhere, you did not question what to do. You just said like, give me the recipe. I'm going to follow it. And if I have a question, you know who to reach out to, you know what to do. And again, the fact that you went from like barely getting into like, you know, making a decision to really like getting into massive action, starting your practice in like four months, stepping down, you know, literally in four months and creating this legacy for your family. I'm just like in awe. So I know your practice is officially going to be launching on June 7th. So can you tell us a little bit more about like what to expect from anyone that would love to work with you and what are, again, like, I know we talked about your specialties, but like, who are your ideal clients of like, who would you like to work with? Because we all as practitioners, we have our ideal clients. You know, we, of course, we want to help everyone, but we also want to really help certain populations, certain age groups, or people with certain like health issues, because that's what we're aligned and that's where our passion is. 
Right. So primarily, obviously, I can relate more to moms. So that would be like my main target group. But I mean, they don't have to be moms. They could be, you know, just women who are stressed out and need some direction of, you know, which way to go and working on creating a mindset coaching program to incorporate into my practice or my services. And so primarily moms, we could also, let me see, I'm trying to think. I know you're talking about like using even like your essential so, oils as part of so your yeah. So too. I mean, it, it'll be it'll be like pretty much like getting to know the customer and and figuring out what they need help with. But it'll be incorporating my essential oils and supplements, natural herbal things. We'll have lab services so people can get their labs and check for nutritional def- deficiencies or metal toxicities. We'll also do like a gut check to see if there's, if they have leaky gut or if they have any other issues in that department and try to find ways to heal naturally, whether it's through food, probably going to do some nutritional stuff later down the road. You know, I'm just going to keep learning and keep sharing knowledge because that's really where my passion is. As a kid, I wanted to be a teacher and it's all about learning as much as you can and sharing that knowledge to the community. And that's what my main focus is to keep learning throughout life and keep sharing knowledge. So whatever I learn, I'm going to share whatever it is, whether it's the yoga stuff, whether it's essential oils and how to use them uh, aromatically, internally or topically, how to create blends that will elevate your mood or to alleviate pain, because believe it or not, they're essential oils that help with pain. And since my battles with arthritis, I'll probably down the road try and specialize with people that have autoimmune diseases or arthritis or pain problems, whether it's osteoarthritis or fibromyalgia or mm-hmm. any of those types of things. I have a lot. My husband who suffers from migraines, like he swears by peppermint oil. That's like the thing that we do now versus him taking his sumatriptan. So that's what we're going to focus on. Yeah. It's still, you know, very, very new. <laughs> it is. It is. So, so we're building as we go. We're learning as we go. You know, there's going to be hiccups here and there. And, yes. But, but at the end of the you know, day, you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. And exactly. And at the end of the day, someone is going to walk away from your services feeling like hundred times better than they did if they didn't have you in their life. Okay. And that's something that we also have to embrace because we're constantly learning too. And more you step into functional medicine space, like you're going to learn so much and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I feel like I know nothing. (laughs) It's just, it's so broad and it's so much content. And again, you have your rest of your life to learn. And I know fibromyalgia you spoke about and autoimmune in general, like that's actually my passion too, because my mom has three autoimmune with fibromyalgia, Hashimoto's and arthritis. So when you're talking about the days that you can barely walk and get out of bed, like I know how that feels feels because I talked to my mom and there are days and she's like, I cannot even walk today. And those are, that's my passion. I'm going to learn how to reverse autoimmune because there is a better way and it's going to take time. So we might be on that journey together and learn. I was together. about to say that we're going to learn together. <laughs> yeah. We're going to learn together. But what I'm trying to like, really like summarize is like, you don't have to have all the answers, figure it out to get started with your practice. You have 13 years of clinical experience. You have helped people in the past, whether it is, you know, giving them, you know, we love to give free advice all day long, right? It's part of our DNA, but now turning that into an actual practice and getting started and you have the rest of your life to actually learn and implement and add new services to your practice. But the fact that you're starting it before you have all the 
answers, figure it out, says a lot about your practice. And I know you're gonna, before you know it, you're gonna become one of those experts in autoimmune because I see your passion, I see your drive, and I know you're gonna help so many people. And Lizette, what's the best way to get hold of you? I would love for our listeners to like find you. Are you on social media and the website? If you can share that information and we'll right. definitely so add the website on. that's officially launched or published is www.drlisetalba.com. Lisette spelled with one S because I know that's tricky. So L-I-S-E-T-T-E-A-L-B-A. And or my IG handle is at dr.lisetalba. And you can find me on Facebook. Same thing. And I'm also on LinkedIn. Yes, yes. And that's, that's the thing. Knowing where to find you is the best way because again, we live in this virtual space. Some people have access to LinkedIn, some don't, but I know a lot of us that do connect on social media and Thanks for spending this time with me. And this is definitely going to be one of my epic podcast interviews with my one badass student that I have. I'm so excited for your journey. Congratulations on getting into massive actions, my love. And you're going to help so many people because you have the drive. You never question things. You just get into massive action and you follow your heart and your calling and you're going to make a huge impact in someone's life. I know that for sure. (laughs) Congrats, my love. Thank you. Thank you so much for investing your time with me on the story podcast. I am so grateful for your support and hope you feel empowered and inspired to give yourself permission to rewrite your story and become the best version of yourself. If you love this episode as much as I did, please take a moment, screenshot, and share on Instagram. Don't forget to tag me at Dr. Christine Manukin so I can personally thank you and welcome you to our community. You never know who needs to hear this episode right now. And I would be so appreciative if you would head over to iTunes press subscribe and leave a five-star review of the show. This way, together, we will expand our community and reach and empower more women. If you want to meet real-life Wonder Woman, let's connect on my Instagram at Dr. Christine Manukian or my website, drchristinemanukian.com. To be featured as my guest, please email me at drchristine@story.co. Until next time, live with passion.